the impact of accepting NFC transactions on the iPhone. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by New Relic. Monitor, debug, and improve your entire stack. Get access to the whole New Relic platform and 100 gigabytes of data free forever. No credit card required. Sign up at newrelic.com slash macvoices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Truebill. Get control of your subscriptions at truebill.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. This is the third and final part in a varied Mac Voices Live conversation, but this time we pick up in a very spirited discussion about Apple's decision to accept NFC transactions on the iPhone. And if you thought the panel was passionate before, get ready. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. We have been talking about this way too vague. We, we have danced around the whole thing. And here's what this is. Apple has opened up the hardware on the iPhone so that Stripe, as their first partner or first company that's signed on, Square and any other of the other mobile transaction uh, services can use the iPhone in lieu of the hardware that, uh, that, that companies already need to have in place to be able to process a credit card or to take Apple Pay. That's all this is. Apple is saying, hey, you don't have to get a separate dongle to use that Stripe or Square account. You can use the phone you already have. So uh, whoever it was in our private chat that said farmers markets are going to love this. Yes. Yes. Because now all of these these vendors that go out to, to events they don't have to remember to bring the stupid dongle with them so that they can that. they can have people tap a card or tap an iPhone or an Android phone. Yes. This, this yeah. is for vendors like Square and Stripe. Plus, it always needs service too. That those dongles. I, I don't and, know if this is going to be different on you know, kind of like yeah. with Apple Pay, where you don't need to actually have service. You, no, you'll you, have you'll have still service. need your service because all they're doing is replacing the dongle hardware the in hardware. the mix. Yeah, that's just so, yeah. So actually, I think this makes sense because I don't know about you guys, but in the before COVID times, you know, when we go to uh, you know different fairs or festivals, if you buy something, you know, it, it seemed like half the time the Square device or something wasn't working. So you know, oh, do you have cash? No, we don't. I don't want to pay by credit card. Then they have to go talk to somebody else, you know, in the other booth and get another phone and another device. So it seems like the Square devices have had reliability problems. So yeah. hopefully this will improve the yeah. overall experience because you know we know iPhones are pretty damn reliable. So uh, always, although we I always just, to take, I was just telling you about good my move on Apple. Good not move working. on Apple. Okay, Jay, I want you in. This isn't going to work. And it's, you know, I have two reasons why this isn't going to work. One, anytime Apple does something that involves money that wasn't like NFC, like touchless payments, people forget about it. When was the last time a relative of yours sent you money through messages via Apple Pay? Okay, that's that's my first. That's not enough. That's that not what this is for. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, one at a time. One I, at I time. don't think that I don't think that enough people are going to hear about this because the the companies that will rely on this, Square, 
they're not going to want you to do this because that means they lose some money. Apple is not going to do this for free. Apple is going to take some type of charge. These companies have no reason to promote this whatsoever. The other reason why it's not going to work is most people that would benefit from this don't do things, we'll say legitimately. Uh, case in point, I know of a company that hauls trash and said company used Venmo. The IRS announced, hey, you're going to have to report your Venmo payments. Guess what that company stopped accepting? I, I, you, we talk about farmers markets and all these groups. Yes, if you go to LA and you go to the farmers market outside of Whole Foods, I'm sure that everyone there will have their 1099s and everything else ready to go. <laughs> but if you go to the side of the road where there's a fruit stand and you want to get fruit, they're going to say, I'm sorry, cash only. And this isn't that going doesn't to have anything it. to do with yeah that doesn't have anything to do with with Apple Pay or Apple Pay Cash or Venmo yeah. or anything else like that was never going to be the case but for people like the like my taco place like this eliminates a friction point for them with the broken the broken reader or the adapter not working because I've had them have to plug it in a couple of times to get it to work and actually swipe my card and things like that so like in a lot of places. All this is going to do is eliminate the middleman. And instead of swiping the thing or tapping it on the Apple Pay block, like I can just tap it straight to the phone and have the phone take care of the entire thing. It eliminates a support thing for people who don't necessarily want or need to do tech support on why they can't get money from people. And it's going to just make it easier for people to be a Stripe customer or be a Square customer. So yeah, they'll lose a little money on the hardware, but they were giving away those swipey readers for free and it's only $30 for the Apple Pay block in order to take contactless payments. So they're not gonna lose a huge amount because they're gonna make all of that up in the number of new customers they end up with because you don't even have to have the thing anymore in order to take credit cards at your cart, at your food cart. But how many Kellys, how many Kellys are in the world that are going to tell these companies that? And also, what's the incentive of the parent company, that Square, that Stripe, to do mm -hmm. this if Apple is going to ask for a cut? And I don't know if Apple is asking for a cut or not. But, 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 I, I want to know this. We're, 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 we're just multiplying uncertainties. One at a time, guys. One at a time. Sorry, just real fast. Venmo, Venmo is, is easy. Is, you know, they have codes. You, you take your phone and, you, you know, one person could add their card to Venmo. And I mean, listen, I have people who can't figure out how to open up their front door that could Venmo me. So it's not rocket science and people could scan with their camera and, and you have a barcode. Uh, you know, PayPal is not rocket science. And this is, you know, literally doing almost exactly the same thing, except instead of scanning something or, or typing something, you're just tapping your phone together. So, I mean, it's really not that much different than peer-to-peer -peer payments that we do through either scanning something or, or using uh, iMessage or, or Facebook Messenger or whatever we're doing. I, I got to say, Jay, you make some good points. I, I think that Apple, you're right, Apple won't do this for free. On the other hand, I use Apple Pay all the, excuse me, yes, I use Apple Pay, that's the right phrase, all the time, and Apple's making their money in connection with the back end, you know, with the credit card company. So I'm not paying any more to use Apple Pay than I do if I pull out a MasterCard or Visa, or if I pull out cash. So, so un unless Apple says that they're not going to charge the provider, but they're going to charge the credit 
provider instead. So if they say, hey, Stripe, you get this for free and don't worry, we'll make our money from Visa, American Express, whoever, then that's one thing. I don't see them doing this. I see them saying, hey, Stripe, we'll do this. By the way, we're going to want 15%. <laughs> they're yeah. not going to ask for 15% and also, yeah. or whatever, or whatever they offer. And then on top of that Stripe, now you still have to also get charged by that credit card provider okay. as well. So well, right companies now, companies get charged by taking credit card transactions. Right. I mean, that's why there's a 50 cent fee if you use a debit card or whatever at a lot of places. But Or, or Amex is more, too. How much? People use Amex, companies have to pay more for that. So the, right. you know, if it comes to a point where everybody's taking a piece of this transaction, then nobody's well, going to do it. How much does Apple get on an Apple Pay transaction now? That's not know. known. Probably, like, that, like I don't think they get anything for it. I think it's speculated. It's like a point, uh, you know, twenty basis points. I don't want so, speculated. I want to know if you either. No we one have knows the number exactly. Or we don't have the you know, so no one knows exactly. You know, um, uh, sort of the industry yeah. things that you look at, you know, indicated uh, sort of like point two percent. Apple. Well, the but, thing I the thing I'm curious about here though is like not nece- like not necessarily like Apple's not in this 0. 0.15 0.15% Kelly. Okay. Apple's so, is reportedly approximately 0.15% of each Okay, but each it, but reportedly I want the actual number and nobody has it. That's all I wanted to know. So we don't know what they're getting now. So this may end up being uh the the same sort of thing where maybe you know like when Apple does this Apple's getting it out of the piece that would normally go to Visa or Amex or MasterCard or whoever. I don't we don't know. And we haven't heard Apple say anything about yeah. it one way or the other. All this is is eliminating the piece of hardware that a lot of people have had a hard time with and it makes giving people money a better experience. And if it's easier for me to buy tacos, I am never going to complain about that. If Google had done this, I'd be cheering for that just as loudly. Yay. I'm excited that it makes it easier for more people to be in business and accept that money in an easy way that is contactless. And if more people can do that, so much the better. I will never be mad about that. This is such a typical Apple move. You know, it's, you know, incrementally adding value on top of their platform. And uh, could they have done this two years ago? Probably not because it didn't have the sufficient infrastructure in place. You know, we, we will see, you know, Jay's decided it's going to fail. Uh, I don't know what proof would change his mind, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll find out, uh, you know, two, three years from now. Uh because somebody will obviously ask about it on an Apple earnings call. I'm I'm not saying it's going to fail. I'm not saying it's going to fail. I'm saying it's going to be one of those things that gets just shuffled into Apple services. And we never know how much money it actually makes. Yeah. We'll never hear about it, but, but Jay, like you said, who's, who's going to be the Kelly that tells the world about it. Like, I don't think you're going to have to, like nobody had to tell the world about Apple pay once it started getting together, like it just started expanding. And so I think this is going to end up slowly starting out, but I think it's going to end up doing the same thing where lots of places are going to be able to do it as soon as they find out they don't have to buy another piece of hardware to make it happen. David, right. Or, or, or they don't have to buy another one. Now that the thing they bought is finally broken. Oh, I can just take out my iPhone. You know, that's so this is going to be, I agree with you, Jay. I I think you said this is slow to take off. David, your background has changed dramatically in the last 30 seconds. (laughs) Uh, David, David. Yeah. Well, what my point was going to be is there are some people who don't like to use Apple pay. 
Okay. This is a device. This is, this is now an option. You have it in your iPhone built in. It's linked to your credit card. Be done. Just like when you have a credit card, the credit cards have the little, you know, the bars on it. It's got the little wire bar on it. You can go up, like say, go to a gas pump. I've done it. You put your card up to that little uh, reader and it electronically reads it. This is the same, same or similar technology. So the, the fact of the matter is uh, 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 me as a consumer being able to go to a vendor and they can set up their phone through Stripe or through Square or whoever, and me to be able to go up to their phone, use my phone and make the transaction. Like, like Kelly said, this is, this is, this is something really um, uh, uh, game changing. I think it's going to make things a lot easier, more efficient. You go into your taco truck or any of these, any of these food trucks, there's tons of food trucks here in Chicago area. I mean, how much easier it's going to be for them not to have to have a square device or any of these other devices that they use uh, to then to accept these payments. I mean, uh, Gas stations too. They're going to be able to do stuff like that. You can just go and use your phone. Your phone's got the NFC. You go right up to the uh, up to the terminal. You don't have to do it. Not Apple Pay. I mean, it doesn't not everybody likes Apple Pay. This is a nice going to be a nice alternative to that. And NFC is a, is is, is a standard thing. Mm-hmm. Same thing with people with Android devices. You know, people using Android, they they want to be able to do the same thing. There, there's there's so many other t- options here now, and it's if anything. We were so locked into Apple Pay. Yeah, we're all we're all fans of Apple. We all like. I think most of us here, not all of us, like Apple Pay. Uh, and now you have an option and not have to be tied down to Apple Pay. Apple Pay, if you so choose not to. Jim, you're in next. Okay, uh, this doesn't have anything to do with Apple Pay. First, um, right. What this I, is right. separate. What this is is the iPhone will be able to be used as a contactless credit card reader. Okay. We've all been, well, actually, I don't think I ever, ever have used one, but supposedly, you know, our new credit cards, forget the phone, just the credit card has a chip in it. And now like, I guess most of the places where you could use Apple pay, you can just take your credit card and tap it on, uh, the device, you know, at, at the 7-Eleven or at the gas station or whatever. So you don't have to tap your phone or your watch. You can just tap the That's credit right card. Right there. That, right? That, uh, that yeah. will go right there. There you go. Right there. Okay. So, <clears throat> uh, you know, like I've seen some gas stations now have that where you can just tap and some, I, you know, bakeries time. and some things like that. Okay. So what this is saying is a vendor could, instead of buying you know, some special hardware, they can just use their phone to tap. There's there's not going to be a charge because that would never, to Apple, Apple can't get a cut of this because no no vendor would, would do that. Why would they do that? They can, they can already buy contactless readers that have no uh, service fee on them. So there's no way somebody's going to be able to come along and uh, sell a device that would require a service to, service fee stripe would never you know do a deal like this um you know you're 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 you know there's no acceptance it's just like if somebody wants to set up a stripe account and do this you don't go to a the the market and say what kind of cash register do you have i'm not going to use my credit card unless you have a you know telco model three credit card you know cash register who cares um, you know, if somebody says, here, tap your credit card on my phone to pay, then you'll tap your credit card on your phone to pay. And now you're you're opted into the system. Um, probably a lot of things like markets and stuff like that 
are, you know, they're not going to do this because they want to have a dedicated device. They don't want to have somebody's personal iPhone and say, here, tap the iPhone. Um, you know, they, they've got a CAD register that already has that. So this is going to be for the really small vendors that are ad hoc, that don't want to go out and buy a cash register. They don't want to uh, buy a reader. Um, you know, they're, you know, that's why, you know, it's been mentioned, you know, uh, swap meets or drug dealers. Uh, of course, the <laughs> drug dealer is going to have to get a Stripe account. Um, and I have, you know, it, it takes that's a, a dumb drug dealer. <laughs> Right, exactly, and it's a completely, uh, you know, the, the idea of whether you know people want to be paid under the books. Well, that's already a question, you know, that's got nothing to do with this. You know, if people want to take credit cards, then this provides a way for people to take credit cards without uh, any upfront investment in hardware if they already have a phone. So that's all this is. It's just a, a minor little thing. It's not earth shaking. Um, it, it's just like Apple allows apps to use the camera and allow apps to use the microphone. You know, the phone has an IO device, which is an NFC reader. And now they're providing an API so that, uh, uh, you know, approved vendors can access that. But the camera um, has no security features that Apple has been pimping to us for low these many years. And the microphone doesn't have well, a security you know, feature. I, I'm and not even getting access to that piece, you know, is the part that I think is the bigger story here overall. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Truebill. Get control of your subscriptions at truebill.com slash Mac Voices. What do you spend on subscriptions each month? Most of us think we spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when we actually spend closer to $200 a month. On average, people are saving thousands a year with Truebill. Truebill lets you see all those subscriptions in one place. Keep the ones you want, cancel the ones you don't, right from the app. Truebill has over 2 million users and helped them save over $100 million. Like Truebill user Becca L., who says that, In my first week, I opened up $187 in unused recurring subscriptions. I'm obsessed. I never want to manage finances without Truebill again. Or Jeb D, who says, I saved at least $1,000 and the Truebill team does all the work. I have an alarming number of subscriptions. Truebill gives me complete visibility and power over all of it. With Truebill, you can put your savings on autopilot to save money without thinking about it. Truebill learns your habits and saves the right amount at the right time while helping you avoid overdraft fees. Start canceling your unused subscriptions at Truebill.com slash MacVoices. Go right now, truebill.com slash macvoices. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Truebill for supporting Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by New Relic. Monitor, debug, and improve your entire stack. Get all the details at newrelic.com slash macvoices. You've been there, I've been there. If you're a software engineer with responsibility for keeping systems up, You've gotten that 9 p.m. alert on your phone that something is wrong. Was there a bug in the last deploy? Is it the network, the cloud provider, or an issue with the server? No matter what's going on, you're now going to have to scramble from tool to tool, messaging person after person, trying to find and fix the issue. That won't happen if you've got New Relic. New Relic brings 16 different monitoring products to the table, products that you would otherwise have to buy separately, 
Now you can see across their entire software stack in one place, making it easy to pinpoint issues down to the line of code so you know exactly why the problem happened and can resolve it quickly. Whether you are running a cloud-native startup or a Fortune 500 company, it takes just 15 minutes to set up New Relic in your environment. DevOps teams from companies like DoorDash, GitHub, and more than 14,000 other companies use New Relic. You should be too. That next 9 p.m. call is just waiting to happen. Get New Relic before it does. And you can get access to the whole New Relic platform and 100 gigabytes of data free forever. No credit card required. Sign up at newrelic.com slash macvoices. That's newrelic, N-E-W-R-E-L-I-C dot com slash macvoices. Newrelic.com slash macvoices. Thanks to New Relic for supporting macvoices. Well, I, I, I'm not sure what the, actually that is because apps have already been able to uh, access the NFC reader. As I mentioned, you know, I've got an NFC device on my arm that that does my blood sugar, and you know, phones can read it if the reader's not broken like mine is. So, um, I you know, I'm not sure what exactly the technical thing that's happening here is that. Uh, you know, maybe there's some kind of security in the card. So, you know, it was take, took like Stripe or, or something to, you know, and maybe it takes a special software to read off of a card. I don't know what that is. But it's just it's just a peripheral device. It's another I.O. device. And that's what operating systems. One thing they big thing they do is manage uh, the peripherals attached to the computer and allow software to access it. Yeah. Brittany, right. um, you so were again, to I go back to the comment I made earlier that this is this, this is Apple just incrementally adding value to make their devices yeah. more attractive and mm -hmm. more valuable to their users. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I I really need to study this thing and think about it, but because I'm not sure if it is just uh, you know letting Apple letting vendors use stuff in the. Uh, on the iPhone, or if there is a play there for uh, services, you know, to tap into this. So, um, uh, uh, the, the announcement just says we'll allow individual merchants to accept contactless, contactless payments in supported apps. But it doesn't say specifically that Apple's not getting even a tiny sliver of revenue. So, I understand what you're saying, Jim. I'm just saying. Well, I haven't I haven't studied enough to know if this is not going to somehow result in more uh, services revenue to Apple. Well, there, there's nothing in any of the announcements today that say that. And I can't imagine how they would get Stripe and Square to decide to give them, you know, give up a piece of their business. Oh, and what, well, and, and what sort of be square, a, for Square? It's, it's sort of. I mean, the trend is you know, Square's been trying to get out, and they're they're now charging for their devices instead of giving away. You know, I think dealing with that hardware is probably a pain in where they sit down every day. You know, so I'm I'm sure they would like to be at, but you know, so, they're, they're, so they're not going to they're not going to give up uh, revenue. You know, over time to do that. Well, you know. So I'm not so sure. I mean, to the extent that you know, Square was giving away stuff and they were somehow monetizing it out of the payment stream, you could easily imagine Apple grabbing that same percent. You know, so uh, you know, at that point, it's revenue neutral to Square. So uh, it doesn't it doesn't hurt them. 
know, Stripe is somewhat different um, because they're purely a pure play, uh, at least as far as I'm aware, you know, payments processor. They don't deal with hardware. So uh, I think there might be a little bit, a little bit harder, you know, to, uh, to justify you know, getting a sliver of uh, the revenue. Um, but Apple is pretty damn big. And, you know, if they say, okay, well, <laughs> it's going to cost you, you know, four, four basis points in order to deal with us, uh, take it or leave it, you know, who knows how Collison you know, is going to respond at, uh, at, I think that's his name, right? The CEO at Stripe, or is that the CEO at HubSpot? I forget, but, uh, Joe Cloaca, um, that's who you're thinking of. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah. So, uh, again, I think that, um, I, you know, I think here I side no, no. with I think I side with Jay that Apple's a big company. It's not doing stop this the just press. For, it's not <laughs> it's not it's not doing this just for you know the glory of itself. You know, it's doing this you know for, to add another little slice of services revenue, which could grow to be a decent change in three to five years. Okay, right. guys, we're not uh, we're not we're not saying anything new, and I want to get Brittany in here. She's been patiently waiting, and Andrew, yeah. then I let you wrap up. I was just going to say that my husband will definitely be using it. He sells commemorative shirts to firefighters. So he will go out and he'll have an option for NFC instead of just swiping cards that often don't work in the heat and smoke. So he's stoked. Um, Selfishly, I just want to see if there are other apps that suddenly have more NFC interaction. In, In any way, will I be able to use this for automation or is it only for payments? Oh, Brittany, we need to talk because (laughs) I'm going to get you all fired up about using NFC for automation. (laughs) That's another show. Um, I'd be an after dark one. If Jeff's tone is any indication, it's going to be after dark for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm wrapping this up. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) My comment was just going to be the same as yours, Jeff. Or uh, Sorry, Chuck. Uh, we can quibble this to death, and we have, um, but at the end of the day, what this is, is the iPhone can now be a, a payment terminal. Hooray, it's not more complicated than that. Um, my comment before, as uh, as I said before, I also said that in the private chat, was what I'm personally looking towards is Apple opening the F- the NFC feature for third parties, are they doing this because they generally want to or because they are trying to stave off regulator uh, concerns? And that's just just my thoughts. <laughs> yep. The iPhone is becoming a POS. I see what you did there. Yeah. Point yeah. of sale, <laughs> not the POS. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to buying an NFT with through NFC <laughs> on my iPhone. On a POS. Uh, on, on a POS. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, there yeah. you go. Hey guys, how, many, how many Bitcoin, how many quad lose, you know, do you want to <laughs> this episode? Okay, Mark wins. Platinum. We got to get out of here, guys, because we're over time. Um, but thank you all. This has been, you know, you you mostly behaved um <laughs> so i'm gonna go around the room and uh let everyone you but you tell everyone where they can find you when you're not here being herded or attempting to be herded by me um and the 
the cameras have gone on and off. Everybody's jumping all over the place. So I'm going to start up in the corner with Jim Ray. Jim, thank you for being here and uh, sharing your comments. Where can folks find you? Uh, let's see, at ProView.com and also on Twitter at uh, ProViewJim. And this Thursday, I'm going to do a presentation at Cocoa Heads Boston. But unless you're watching live, I guess you probably uh, that won't that'll already be over. But uh, you can look on Meetup for the details about that if you see this live. Great, great. Cocoa Heads Boston. I, I presume that's a developers group. I think that's, that's probably a pretty. That's a developers group. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think it was a user group for the chocolate cereal. It's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On that note, guy, yeah, that fell flat. Guy, <laughs> where can folks find you, you and your cat? Yeah, well, I let her go. She uh, she was getting annoyed with me. Big surprise. Uh, email address is podcast at vertshark.com, guy at mymac.com. Vert, vertshark.com is the website. Vertshark is the YouTube channel. Uh, mymac.com and Guy's Daily Drive are the other two podcasts that I do, and they're both completely bonkers. Uh, Vert Shark and Mac Parrot are the Twitter handles, and that's that's pretty much it. Well, gee, is that all, guy? There's probably more, but you know, okay. I'm old now, so I can't always think of all of them at the same time. <laughs> hey, thanks for being here. Sure, Jeff Gamut, he of the white mic, big white microphone. Thanks for uh, thanks for sharing your information. Where can folks find you? Uh, well, Chuck, first, I'm always so excited and happy to be here. And, uh, and okay, I'm also especially excited because I've really been missing you, Jay. So I'm so happy you're here. Uh, okay, now on, on to the where you can find me stuff. Twitter and Instagram, I'm Jay Gamut on both. YouTube.com slash Jay Gamut for my videos here on Tuesdays, uh, Thursdays on the big show, Freddy's on the Mac show, many Thursdays on In Touch with iOS because <laughs> Dave doesn't learn and keeps inviting me back and uh, and other shows. I get around, so I'm easy to find. Great. Thank you, Jeff. Andrew, it's good to have you back in the, in the stable. Thanks so much for, uh, for the article and the spirited discussion that came from it. Where can <laughs> folks find you? Uh, yeah, first, thanks for having me. I will try to be on more frequently. Um, you can find me first and foremost writing for the Mac Observer, macobserver.com. We are writing about Apple, all uh, technology, security, Cryptocurrency, all these interesting things. Um, on Fridays, Kelly mentioned at one point, we were doing Security Friday, where we try to give people security news and tips and you know, try to be helpful while also telling them why you should drink that weekend. <laughs> I was gonna say we've started offering alcohol pairings for each of our stories. So oh, great. Uh -huh. yeah, sometimes it's, you know, the house wine and then sometimes it's moonshine. And, you know, we, we try to make sure we manage those expectations accordingly. Yeah. But uh, uh, just besides the Mac Observer, you can find me on Twitter, Andrew at Andrew or not, where I just tweet little just random stuff like songs, rants, whatever. <laughs> Well, you've you've turned me on to a couple of good bands, so I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh, good. Okay. Good. Good to have you. 
Brittany Smith, she of the fuzzy microphone. Where can folks find you? Um, on Twitter, which I post very little. Um, I'm ADD Liberator. <laughs> um, and my uh, YouTube, that's the word, is also ADD Liberator. And if somebody needs um, to find my website for some reason, it's Conquer.Consulting. Great. Thanks for being here, Brittany, as always. Thanks for having me. Kelly Gamont, where can folks find you? I wasn't even there. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, you can find me five days a week hosting the Daily Observations podcast over at MacObserver.com. You can occasionally, like this week, find me on a show called um, uh, In Touch, In Touch with iOS. Um, I think it's hosted by David something. Um, so you can sometimes find me over there. Uh, you can find me over at The Incomparable, where I host a show called I Want My MCU TV. And I also host one, uh, When Westworld is a Thing, called Greetings from the Uncanny Valley. And I pop up in other episodes about pop culture and nerdery there sometimes. I'm on The After Show with Mike and Kelly at aftershowpodcast.com. And the rest of the time, you can find me on Twitter as Verso. Great. Thank you, Kelly. David Ginsburg. We didn't hear from you a lot tonight, but what we heard was very intelligent. Well, it was hard to get in sometimes, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 I got in when I could. Uh, yeah. You could find me uh, on In Touch With iOS at InTouchWithIOS.com, as Kelly mentioned, she'll be on this week. Uh, and uh, you also could find my YouTube channel. It's YouTube.com slash DaveG65. I'm on the Mac show and the Mad British Tech Network on Fridays with uh, Chuck and Jeff. And uh, I'm on Twitter at DaveG65. Great. Thank you. Thank, thank you, David. Good to have you. Thanks. Mark Fuccio, thank you for your financial wisdom. Uh, it's always interesting. I, I love the uh, the financial discussions when we get into them. Um, where can folks find you? I don't know. I think I need to go into the witness protection program. I had you know, very pleasurable and vigorous debate uh, that I enjoyed uh, with, you know, with Jay and a little bit with Guy and certainly uh, with Kelly and uh, Jim. So uh, uh, I think I need to go hide under a bridge in San Jose someplace. So if they, <laughs> if they have, if they have Wi-Fi and Twitter and I'm sure they'll have the you know, super high speed, ultra wide band, mic, nanometer wave, you know, 5G, you can get me at Twitter at Mark Fuccio, M-A-R-K-F-U-C-C-I-O. Yeah, other than that, uh, I had a great time tonight with everyone. Great. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Last but not least on the screen, still on the screen, Mr. Jay Miller. Jay, you you got to make this a regular thing. We have missed you. Missed you. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm a, I'm a busy person. I've got I've got things to do. But if you want to catch me paying cash for getting my trash hauled, uh, you can do so on Twitter. <laughs> called K Tony Soprano. KJY Miller is the place on Twitter as well as LinkedIn and all those other places. YouTube as well. Uh, channel is growing, though my video count has not been. Uh, but there's reasons and that's fine. Um, also, check out the show that I do every other week called Conduit on Relay FM, relay.fm slash conduit, where it's the only productivity show where the words GTD are banned. Um, but also, <laughs> we spend a lot of time catching up with all of our friends around the community and helping one another get at least one more thing done in the next fortnight. Uh, yeah, that's it. This is fun. Uh, Chuck, 
you're gonna have to you have to catch me on my other show, Apple Opinions. It's the whispers of the internet. Ooh, that sounds naughty. Um, hey, I wanted to, want to say a couple extra thank yous. Um, Warren had to go. Um, so Warren, thank you for being here. We're sorry you couldn't use your usual outro. And definitely Jeff Butts, uh, who had to bow out early in his very first appearance here. So we'll get hope to get him back uh, sometime in the near future. I, I also think want to he's ch- just looking for an excuse to bail, like partway through. <laughs> he realized what this is. And he's like, oh, look at the time my mom's calling. Gotta go. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, I was trying to make it sound like he had an emergency or something and give him, you know, give him And I just out. ruined it. I am and so you sorry. Just blew that. Yeah. Right under um, the bus. Mm. Hey, I also want to thank the chat room. I haven't had a chance to be in there much tonight because I've been dealing with all these crazy people, but there have been a lot of great conversations going on and a lot of points and counterpoints. So thank you all for being here. We've always really appreciate it. This is Mac Voices Live. We do this Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We would love to have you join us in the chat room to make your points and counterpoints and throw comments and insults and whatever else you want to throw at us in the uh, in the chat as well. Until the next time, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at BackbeatMedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at Cashfly.com.